Welcome to the Press Conference Mixtape, Cassette 7, bringing you the pressing playlist nobody asked for. I'm Dave, and I'm here with my co-host Phil. How's it going, man? Not bad, man. How about you? Doing really well. Doing really well. Uh, really excited about the reception from last week's episode. Love was in the air. I don't know I if it helped you. Episode. I loved last week's you? episode. Yeah, um, it was fun. I loved it. It got, it got me in the mood. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, I, I really love last week's episode, to be honest. Like, I think it was just fun doing something a bit different. Getting more people involved in the app was a, was a lot of fun as well. Um, and I've listened to that playlist quite a bit. It's it's It slaps. Yeah, it's really good. I enjoy yeah. it too. So uh, what's been going on? Got any pickups, gigs? Oh, fuck, what's been going on? Yeah, I went to the Turnstile um, and Speed Show on Thursday, uh, which was unreal. Um, had a lot of fun at that one. Did I go to a show last week? Fuck, I have no idea. Uh, I went to the Comfort. Yeah, I went to the Comfort last weekend as well uh, with Matt Farrow, friend of the pod, um, and met someone else from the Vinylgram community, Stephen. Um, met him as well. Yeah, oh, it was nice. great. That was a good show. Um, a few local bands there as well, which I really enjoyed. First time seeing the Comfort. It was great. Um, and then went to the Paramore pop-up shop for the new album as well, which was good. Yeah, it was a good time. What about you? What have you been up to? Um, not much. Just kind of really staying in my lane, getting ready for kind of the few gigs coming up next week. Um, you got a big so, week next week. Yeah, I've got Alexis on fire on Friday and then one step closer on Sunday. Nice. And um, super pumped to see both bands equally for different reasons. Alexis on fire for like nostalgia and like, uh, otherness was one of my favorite albums last year yeah and one step closer if you haven't noticed of one of those bands that i'm really rooting I'm for so keen for that gig i've seen some of the footage from like their asians tour Asian like tour. the same oh yep. man good shit it's gonna be Real a lot of fun shit. so the bendigo hotel i don't think i've ever been there before but i think it's like 100 it's people big. yeah it's not big um, yeah, this one in city is called the House of Music and Blues or something like that, or booze. I fucking have no idea. Um, I don't think it's big, and I can't fucking wait. <laughs> That's I'm really excited. Uh, except I get a tattoo that day, so I get two tattoos Should that day. Out. So we'll see how we go. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I'm so glad that you've kind of come around to them because I know I've been trying to like just. I've been force feeding them to you. Well, like, I, I, I talk about them a lot. And I don't know, since the EP's come out, I think they've really clicked for you, which is awesome because I think they're right in right up your alley. I don't know what it is with the music I've been listening to lately, but I'm listening to the same shit a lot. Mm. And it's that stuff. One Step Closer, um, Koyo, um, Anxious in particular, like Arm's Length, Narrowhead's new record just came out. Like that whole indie slash melodic slash punk fucking hardcore I don't even know what you want to call it but yeah I just that's all I listen to and then I put in some Fred again as well <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh yeah that's all I really listen to so yeah it's good it's okay. it's upbeat it's like really fun about emotionals the stuff we love we talk about every week so yep. um yeah so have you had any pickups or anything I have had some pickups. So I did pick up Brand New Eyes from the Paramore pop-up shop. So I thought it was just going to be new record stuff. I was prepared to pick up 
Well, I actually hope they had, you know, a spicy variant at the pop-up shop of the new album. Um, but that was not the case. Um, but I got brand new eyes, which I was really stoked about. It's probably one of my favorite, it's probably one of my favorite, um, Paramore records. So I finally got that on wax, which was good to get. And mm-hmm. then I had a bit of a mail day slash pickup day today. Uh, we got our copies of the Koyo, uh, seven inch, 10 digits away. Um, I got those two copies and one of them's for you. And then also the end and cult leader split. I got the two copies of that today, um, which was great to get. I got the, one of the, the most recent four years strong pressing. Um, I got the first drain record. I got ways away torch songs and narrow heads, new album uh, moments of clarity, which that last record in particular, I want to call out. Yeah. It's a great record. Absolutely. So good. And it's like, it's left field for both of us. I think like there's, yeah, it's like shoegazy in parts. It's deftonesy in parts. It's yeah. like post hardcore screamo in some elements. It's it's really yeah. interesting. It's good, and it's a good balance of those things too. I don't yep. think one overpowers the other. I think it's just a good kind of like indie rock slash, yep. like I said, post hardcore record. I don't know what you want to call yep. it, but like I just said, it's in that realm of what I've been listening to. The singles are really good. Last year, I really enjoyed them, but the whole album as a whole fucking phenomenal and uh when i saw that it stocked this week in resist i i couldn't resist so um did they yeah. have many copies i didn't see any more on the shelf but i think they're still online okay so i asked marcus and he's like they're somewhere i think or else i would have picked you up one dave i'm sorry oh, <laughs> that's all right i i'm I, I you sent through a photo of your your haul and i was like I felt like replying, like, thank you for not asking me if I wanted anything or telling me that you were going because I would have been <laughs> 100, 200% tempted into into grabbing that record. But I'll, no, I'll I looked one. in I looked in the bins at the usual things I look for, um, incendiary, worthwhile, um, yep. all the stuff that I just check every time just to make sure they haven't found something. Uh, and, yeah, I couldn't find any of that. So, But it's not still online, so, yeah. Yeah. I would have got it there, but I would have put the order through and he still wouldn't have found it. So I'm like, yeah. fuck, all right. It's all good. It's all good. What have you There'll got, be plenty of those. Um, so I got a few things in since the last time we spoke. So I got um, Poison the Well, Tear from the Red. Nice. The, How good does that sound? Oh, man, it's so good. It's just, yeah. It, I don't know. I say it all the time. I feel like I, I say it a lot, but. It's just, yeah, so so good listening to it on on vinyl. So I got yeah. the black and or the white and gray like galaxy smash kind of thing. Nice, um, and it's also the black at the top with the white at the bottom. So it's yeah, different cover to yours. I think got the opposite. Yeah, so yours white at the top, black at the bottom. Yeah, it's really cool. the The whole package is really really nice. I love it. And then also grabbed. Um, California Cursed by Drain. So yep. I think we got the same one, the pink with the purple pink and stuff the, through it. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. It kind of fits like with the, the background of the, the the sky and the cover. Yeah, I'm, I'm really keen to get this bit tomorrow. It's really good too. I, yeah, I don't nice. know. I'm just really enjoying listening to stuff through speakers rather than through headphones or yeah, so like good. computer speakers sometimes. Um, and I also picked up uh, Glassjaw's Colouring Book EP. Which Big is Grail. The, yeah. 
I um, actually had a chance to buy this exact copy. Oh, really? So Alex had this up for sale. Yep. And um, who he sold it to um, was Tom. And Alex gave me first dibs on it. And I said to Alex, no, 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 I know this guy Tom's looking for one. Hit him up. I really wasn't in the position to buy it at the time. Yeah. And then... Yeah, Tom's selling a lot of his stuff. He put it up and and dropped it off when he grabbed some mailers uh, nice. last week. So pretty stoked. It's um, what colors have I got? Orange, Orange yellow, yellow, and clear. <laughs> yeah. So there's 120 different color variations. That's so cool. And um, it's impossible to play. <laughs> so, yeah, how did but, you find um, spitting it? I... It was a pain. You kind of have to watch the needle the whole time. So it really you can't really sit back and relax and soak in the songs. So yeah, it'll it'll go in a frame on the wall. I think right right behind me. So still nice. an awesome thing to have because I love that band. Nice, nice. Um, well, we're doing something a bit different today. Um, we're currently Dave and I. We're overhauling i guess our, our schedule and our structure of the pod in a way uh we want to get more episodes out more regularly um trying to do a, a few different things that we've been talking about for a while um so typical big things coming but uh we're actually gonna not scrap it but the feature albums and the things like that that we'd usually talk to at this point uh we're gonna save it for an episode maybe once a month because we do find that we probably <laughs> repeat the same shit right <laughs> Yeah, a little bit, but that's fine. Like, we really just means if it carries through like three or four episodes, yeah. we're really enjoying it. So it means yeah. a lot more, but yeah. it'll give us some time to really think them out a bit more and maybe yeah. um, make better picks or better yeah, range picks, I think. So yeah. it's going to be fun. Yeah. So, and I think I'm really stoked for, you know, hopefully weekly episodes and some other things like that that we've got coming up. So, yeah, yeah uh, a bit of a new format. So with these mixtapes, we're probably not going to do too much banter beforehand. We know that they do get quite lengthy as it is. So mm-hmm. we'll usually kind of kick straight into it. Um, but, yeah. So I guess we'll get kick into it. So I guess today um, needs no introduction. Uh, I'll uh, let him introduce himself on the other side. So uh, welcome to Cassette 7. Play the smash. Warning. The following show features stunts performed either by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. Accordingly, MTV and the producers must insist that no one attempt to recreate or reenact any stunt or activity performed on this show. Welcome to the press conference mixtape, Cassette 7, bringing you the pressing playlist that nobody asked for. I am your host, Jackson, and I'm here with my co-host, Dave and Phil. How's it going, man? Not bad, man. How about you? <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. I'm doing good, well, too. Well, welcome to the show, Jackson. Thanks welcome to me. the I'm, show. Uh, I'm honoured. How, how long have you been waiting to read out that intro? <laughs> um, long enough. That's awesome. Um... Yeah, welcome to the show, your mixtape, finally here after, how long have you been asking us to, to do this? Well, when was the first episode? <laughs> <laughs> May last year, so it's been a little while, but it's going to be worth it. I'm finally here. 
this is uh this is going to be a fun one i think uh, we, we have we have a lot of banter uh, and i'm nervous about what might come out today but here we fucking go we're gonna do it ah <laughs> uh, you got a sensor button mate just bleep it out I guess, but fuck, man, I'll open before we even get into anything um, about the playlist. We went to Turnstile on on Thursday. Bloody oath we did. What a time to be alive. I'm sorry, Dave. I know you couldn't make it to Melbourne. No, it's okay. It's all good. I'll see him one day. It was Valentine's Day and I know you had big plans um, at home. Yeah, we we all know you didn't have big plans. (laughs) I had to put the kids to bed. Yeah. Yeah, and pop a cup of nerf and sent you. Yeah. How did, uh, how did you pull up the next day, Jackson? Oh, mate, my leg was a bit sore. I was sitting there in bed, you know, cramping up like no tomorrow. But I think, um, I mean, I know you, you, pit, you pit for speed and then we were kind of chilling together at the start of turnstile. We both went in the pit for a hot minute and then I don't think I saw you again until the end. Yeah, it was kind of like um, when you get stuck in a rip, like you try and get out and it just sucks you back in. Just couldn't That's escape fair. it. Did they play your song? Yeah, they did. It was nuts. That was fucking yeah. nuts. And the whole time I was thinking about you and I'm like trying to look for you, Jackson. <laughs> I was so sweaty after like I walk outside and we went to like the little corner store in the corner and just bought like so many bottles of water. Yeah. But it was epic. It was cooked. It was it was a great show. Um, I've never seen like a probably a traditional hardcore band. Well, even they're not probably not traditional hardcore anymore, right? But um, yeah. play a show that big. I think it was yeah. pretty cool. Like, not, not a festival show kind of thing. Yeah, well, that was my first time at the Emerald, and that was massive. Like, you know, I'm that used awesome. to seeing, like, Metro Theatre and, like, the Roundhouse, but that was just different. I think as well, it was my first time seeing Speed because I just kept fucking missing them every other time the, the shows would come up. And for them to kind of – the whole pit was going nuts. Yeah, it was wild. Like, I was throwing down, like, a couple, like, I guess you you call them, like, normies. <laughs> they like kind of like took offense. Are you to me. calling normies, Jackson? <laughs> they like took offense to me for like throwing elbows and stuff. Like one of them like grabbed me. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? And he's like, you just hit me. I'm like, bro, it's fucking hardcore, baby. You don't like it? Fuck off. That's definitely a sound clip in there somewhere, Dave. It's yep. hardcore, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody oath it is, mate. Speed, hundred percent Sydney shit. We knew this was going to happen, though. You knew the like the the general public would would end up in a pit and would be shocked in awe of what what actually happens. And I remember, Phil, you, sh- you showed uh, your girlfriend, Lauren, the clip of, of like, two-stepping and stuff, and she's like, Phil, this is this is a cult. So uh, yeah. it's, just, it's just a fact of life. <clears throat> yeah, she didn't just say it was a cult. She definitely called me some other things as well. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> we're not going to leak them. <laughs> No, we're not really no, that, no. But, sweep those um, under the rug, boys. Sweep them under the rug. Um, so I guess Jackson. I mean, we met. We the three of us met online through the trivia that we've spoken to quite a few times. Um, and I think since I've moved to Sydney, I mean, you've probably become one of my best mates up here, um, and I probably see you more than anyone else. So um, yeah, I think we've been to some pretty good gigs over the past year. Yeah, we definitely have. Like, I think I'm at your house more times than I'm at actual my house. I mean, it's only reason I brought up this spare bed, and I think it's been used by maybe ten times, and I think all nearly all of them are you. Yeah, and <laughs> me. I, I might just I might just start moving my vinyl collection over and just move in. That's right. You can you can move in, and I'll um I'll change the locks, so it's all right. <laughs> just gonna have to get myself a big ladder to get inside. 
Yeah. Um, but anyways, we'll kick into like the few questions to kick off because um, I'm sure there'll be heaps of banter as we as we go through. Um, but the question that we usually ask <laughs> to kick things off is, you know, how did you get into music? And I guess even then, like alternative music as well. You muted, Jackson. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, so pretty much, like, when I was in, like, year seven, um, like, I used to listen to, like, a lot of rap. And, like, you know, I was hanging out with, like, the wrong crowd, you know, listening to, like, 360, like, all, like, the new age hip-hop and stuff. And then, um, like, year eight came around and my sister had a couple, like, she had, like, Bring Me Horizon, Sem Paternal, and um, Alexis on Fire, Watch Out. And I also think she had um, Let the Ocean Take Me by the MD Affliction. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you know, these album covers look pretty cool. I'm like, I might give these a little little whirl. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, just spiraled out of control. And here I am today, 22, just living the dream. So I was going to say, year seven and eight, that was like, what, three years ago, right? Yeah, mate, yeah, just, just <laughs> only last week. <laughs> so you were a hardcore big time now, don't you? Like, when, when we first met, it's like you were into a bit of rap and, like, metalcore and stuff, but now you're, like big into traditional hardcore and it's yeah it's awesome to see because you love the australian stuff just as much as the uh the american stuff no yeah, well, that's it man like it's just like it's just a different like feeling like you know you go into pit and you know you just like throw down it's like takes all the anger out of you really and like everyone's yeah. just so friendly in the pit like you know if you accidentally hit someone you know they don't take mad offense but like if you go to like a rap show and you accidentally bump into someone you know they'll try and take your head off I think that's one thing I found really cool about like since moving to Sydney is that the the hardcore scene up here or even just like mosh pit throwdown culture in Sydney is a lot bigger than Melbourne. Um, and it kind of took me off guard a bit. And I think since I've moved up here and probably talking to the two of you boys a lot as well, I've definitely gone into more traditional hardcore. Like there are a few bands I've spoken to like Backtrack, Have Heart, things like that. Um, but a lot more hardcore I listen to now. Um, and I think it's just a product of Sydney. Not saying the hardcore scene isn't good in Melbourne, but it's just different in Sydney. Like people don't come out to metalcore shows as much. Yeah, um, and just traditional alt rock bands, but like hardcore and throwdown and stuff like that. It's just a whole different kettle of fish. Sydney's just a different breed, mate. Sydney's on top. <laughs> right now, they're on top. <laughs> <laughs> for now, yeah, for a little bit, and then I'm sure. For a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, fuck, not really. You saw the um. The sideshows for for Notfest were so Melbourne focused. We yeah. didn't get much. It was a bit we bad. turn up, but that's all metalcore though. It's metal and metalcore. Yeah, but still, not loose. Yeah. We should come to fucking Sydney for a show, but yeah, they, they played like money. three or four last time they were here, didn't they? They did like Wollongong, Newcastle, Invasion, um, Fest. Invasion Fest, and something else. So yeah. you had your chance while you're in Melbourne. <laughs> oh, I saw I saw them twice on that leg. Yeah. Um, but yeah, still. <laughs> I don't think I saw, I didn't even see him at all. I think I was sleeping. <laughs> Probably. It was surprising. like three years ago. Yeah. When you probably still in grade four back then, Jackson. Yeah, I probably would have been like twelve. You would have just gotten <laughs> off Malcolm in the middle, so you'd be fine. <laughs> Give yourself a rest. Fresh off the jet. Yeah. So um, then, what was? Oh, you go, you go, Phil. No, you go, Dave. What was the first record you purchased? Uh, the first record I got was Polaris, the Mortal Coil in the baby blue variant. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, nice. And so with that record that you bought, was that 
like how did that come about? Because I know like for me, I had a few records before I started probably hardcore collecting. I'm sure Dave, I think we've you were kind of similar in some ways. Like, did you just buy that because you love Polaris or were you like having an intent to start buying vinyl? Well, um, pretty much like my old man gifted my brother a copy of Ice House. And I was like, hey, you know, this is pretty cool looking. Like, it's just like a big CD. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. like, the, like the cover art is like big and like just pretty to look at. And then I had like this mad obsession with like Polaris when they released Mortal Coil. And I was like flicking through JB Hi-Fi. I'm like, oh, damn, I actually have it on vinyl. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy it. And I don't regret it at all because now I spend way too much money and have a beautiful looking collection. That's good. Yeah, your collection's grown a heap since, since, yeah. since, since I think we met you. So um, I didn't realize you were that into Polaris back in the day. Yeah, man, I used to simp them. I mean, they're Sydney boys too, right? So I'm sure that there yeah. was a bit of, bit of hometown kind of vibes there, right? That's it. And I think through that era as well, they, they were playing so many shows. Did you get to mm. many? Um, no, the first time I actually saw them was at the recent Good Things. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Fuck, no wonder you were bloody running around in circles around that fucking sound <laughs> That's desk. That's it, mate. Get, getting the old cardio in, working off those beers. Yeah. So did they live up to your expectations? Mate, they were phenomenal. Yeah. That's so, they're, they're pretty good. Are you going to go to the uh, the 10-year show? Um, probably not, because it all just depends on the rugby season coming up. Uh, Penrith aren't going to be any good, mate. Oh, no, wait. No, you're talking about your fucking playing this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. So, like, right, I have you to, playing like, Union? Yeah. Oh second grade. Fuck, look at you go. Let's see. One, one wrong move, mate. I'm going to be a flat Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned that the collection's gotten quite big. Uh, I think I don't think I remember, but what was the last record you bought? Um, The last record I actually brought was uh, Modern Baseball. Mobo Presents. Oh, nice. Is that come yet? No, that's on its way. That's pretty good. You got that from Amazon, right? Yeah, 50 bucks for free shipping. Couldn't complain. No way. Um, from the UK or record. the US? Uh, from Australia. Oh, sick. That's really fucking good, actually. Mm. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So um, what was your first gig? My first gig was Parkway Drive on the All Aussie Adventure Tour in 2016 at my local PCYC in Baddo Bay. <laughs> How good is that? Mate, it was like, it was definitely something, you know, straight from school in a school uniform, just lining up, just scared shitless, didn't know what to expect. But Who did you go to that gig with? Uh, I went with that two kids from school that I'm not friends with now, but it was fun. Fuck yeah. Who, who supported that show? Do you remember? Uh, that was Make Them Suffer and Scars of Fate had opened. That's a pretty good first gig. Yeah. It was yeah. Off its, it was off its rocker. What was did the last Parkway album? Oh, yeah. Did you pit? No, I was a little barrier boy. Oh, oh you were the barrier. You were a simp back in the day, you big puppet dude. I, I was, no mate. Mate, I was, only, I was tiny, mate. I, I, I would have been absolutely like, thrown across the field. Yeah. That's true. I mean, you, you kind of are thrown across it now anyway, but... That's true. <laughs> you um, throw yourself across it. I guess, like, you, you pit pretty hard now these days. Sure um, do. When, when did you start pitting, really? Was it just oh, kind of, like, recently, or...? No, nah, like... Oh, I actually can't remember, eh? Like, I used to, like, just go in and just, like, windmill, but, like, I never used to, like, spin kick, and then 
like I was like bored in the house when I just started like kicking. I'm like, gee, I can actually move my leg quite far. And then I'm like, you know what? I might just run with it. Nice. And I haven't looked back. Yeah, nice. And um, how have the concussions been since? Oh, mate, can't even remember what happened yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's good. So we already touched on your last gig. So, Phil, you're going to ask a Parkway Drive question? What was the, what was the record that came out, uh, the most recent uh, record in 2016? Was that? That was Aya. Aya? Yeah. Yeah, the Aya tour. When they did, like, all regional shows. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. Mm. I don't think I don't think we'll see Parkway do shows like that again. No, never again. They're too big. Yeah. Um, that would have been six seeing them in a small room like that. That recently, yeah. too. It was, like, packed as, like... I think when I got there, there was like maybe 60 people in line. I think the last time I saw them play like a headliner that wasn't a stadium was the Forum in Melbourne. And even then, that's pretty big. So, mm. yeah, I mean, I mean, I remember seeing them at my local as well, like back when Killing With A Smile yeah. came out and things and like that was sick. But uh, That would have been mad. I think I saw them on the Horizons tour and they played the Pelly Bar in Frankston, which is like maybe 500 maybe 300 nice. people on bodyboards jumping off the stacks at the front on like nice. crowd surfing and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I don't think we'd, yeah, we won't say that ever again. Well, it's funny that you say that with horizon. So I went to the, it was a 10 year anniversary horizon show at the forum where they did it on Australia day. Um, so it was a pretty big day. It was just epic. Um, and then the last time I seen them after that was like good things. I think a big festival. Uh, yeah. kind of bill which you know they they were so good at but yeah anyways right. so um jackson tell us about a unique purchasing story or something like you've like a a grail or something you found in the wild or something unique that you've got in your collection oh i'd probably have to say it's probably perspectives stay for those who care Oof. that was nice and Nicely gifted by yours truly, Mr. Philip Cornier. Yeah, I am. Um, definitely up there in the grails. Mm-hmm. I know um, I know you've been after that bad boy for a while. I know Dave and I, we've spoken about that band on the pod heaps. Um, yeah. I can't believe how sought after... Oh, fuck. <coughs> I can't believe how sought after they are. Yeah, they don't come up often. And- I literally had that big cartel page bookmarked for like eight months. Before Just- you bought it? Before I bought it, like I was just sitting on it for ages and ages. And then I got it. And I think you got yours and maybe Webby got his. And then all of a sudden people are offering up like five, six hundred dollars for it. It's insane. Well, I, I remember. Um, so I've been a big Perspectives fan. But then when I got into vinyl, I mean, we talk about like fucking how much of a problem we all have <laughs> buying vinyl. Um, and it's just so hard to think about everything you want to buy. Yep. And then who posted it? I think someone posted on Instagram a copy of the vinyl and I was like, fuck, I didn't know these existed. Bought it straight away. Um, and I remember Jackson, I was trying to get you to fucking get into the band much <laughs> earlier. You would have had a copy much easier. Mate, um, you got to shake me till you wake me up, mate. I'd be sleeping on everything. Oh, fuck. Don't do We're trying. We're trying. <laughs> <laughs> you got to try a little harder. Well, the, well, then they, and then even after that, they ended up at Resist, and we'd even seen it at Resist a few times. <laughs> um, and then they sold out, and then that one crazy person's like on online, "I'll pay a grand for it." I thought about it, but it's 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 worth more than that to me. So the fact that I saw one in the wild for much cheaper, I had to help the boys. 
That's it. Much appreciated. Um, I guess with that, is that like what, what's your favorite record that you own? No. Well, <laughs> Put you on the spot here. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know, eh? Like, most of the good stuff I had, I gave to you. <laughs> um, gee, you really put me in a spotty. Honestly, right. couldn't tell you. Like, I buy certain records because I like I like the band or I like the album. I just don't buy willy-nilly. Yep. So I guess to sum it up, I guess they're really all my favourite records. That's sweet. That's like good. That. Um, well, let, let's get into the playlist because you have put together um, some pretty great songs. I think like, I had a lot of fun listening to it. And then pretty much all day I've been listening to the radio on Spotify as a result of these songs. And it was actually pretty good. Um, I didn't really skip much at all. So I guess before we get into it, how did you approach your list? What's the theme? Are there any, what's the theme? Um, um, really, I just put all the songs that like, I listened on like maybe like a weekly basis. Yeah. You know, it's some some new, some old, some popular, some underground, and just a nice. couple songs that a couple of mates have made, and I thought give them a little shout out. Fuck yeah, that's good. I love it. Um, so, yeah, I'm keen as to hear your stories about these songs, especially the ones that you uh, listen to like all the time. And um, especially the ones that your your mates have put out. So, um, mm. yeah. Well, let's talk about Scars Have Faded, um, Endure, Survive. So the first time I saw Scars Have Faded was actually on that Parkway Drive tour. They were mm. the first live band I ever saw. And the first riff came, I thought, holy shit. What have I got myself into here? So, you know, I was like right next to the speaker and I didn't have earphones or anything. I went, oh. But, you know, they played an absolute ripper set. And then, like, the week after, they just kept playing, like, local shows or, like, ECP Studios, which is, like, a recording studio. Um, they used to play, like, Arimba Footy Sheds. Yeah. Like, they'd just play, like, maybe, like, a couple times a month. And I'd just be there just enjoying it. Do a couple little mic reps here and there. But yep. sadly broke up in 2018. But I still keep in contact with all the boys in the band. Nice. So, so yeah. I mean, so first band, that's pretty, that's pretty special. I didn't think of it that mm. way when, when you were talking before about that show, um, I guess the first song being the first band you saw live, they were, they were Central Coast Boys or Newey Boys? Or... Yeah, that's Central Coast Boys, just, um, just all scattered around the coast. Yeah, cool. Um, might they break up just too just hard? For, uh, they all started like working and they just couldn't find time for it, but a couple of the boys, are in different bands, but some are just working, getting yeah. that money. Nice. Um, well, I really enjoyed. I think it was a really good song to uh, kick off the uh, the playlist. So let's uh, load it up, and then we'll, we'll um, talk about some more songs on the other side. Too easy. <laughs> See you, please, you take 
That's what I 
At the top there, we had Scars of Faded in Dual Survive. After that, we had Stories of False Sense of Security. And after that, we had Modern Baseball, The Thrash Particle. Talk us through those, Jackson. So I've already mentioned about Scars of Faded. Like, they were pretty much my 2016 to 2018 phase. You know, I used to simp over them like Matt Ferris simps over the comfort. <laughs> Fucking hell. No one's safe. It's just bang. <laughs> Big bang. Call them out. Uh, with stories, funny enough, I was meant to say them at Unify and uh, didn't quite make it to it. Well, actually, can we just, while we're there, I, I really was hoping this would come up some point throughout the episode. So <laughs> tell us about your journey for your first Unify weekend. Oh, mate, what a trip. <laughs> Get to Sydney Airport, you know, it's straight on the beers, $64 for four schooners. Absolute bargain. <laughs> and then, you know, the quick hour flight to Melbourne. Poor, poor bugger sitting next to us. Had to get up and pee and the poor bugger sitting there giving me the stink eye. I thought, mate, see if I get up, I'm going to wet myself. <laughs> so he politely gets up and moves. <laughs> I've never heard this version. <laughs> And then touchdown in Melbourne. What a place. First time I was there. Probably the last time I'll be there. And no, no, no. We're going to good things this year, Jackson. That's right. I've yeah, already told look, you to take the dates off. We said that, I said that last year and look what happened. Yeah, but no, I'm holding you to it. I'm taking you. We're getting the boys together. You'll be dragging me along down the freeway. <laughs> and, and, you know, I went to St. Kilda. What a place that is. Good place. Just reminded me of the Central Coast after dark. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> and then, you know, pretty much just had a couple uh had a couple of Great Northerns. Shout out the Great Northern. And then, you oh know going to Unify. Bit of a drive, I must say myself, you know, had a little power nap on the way down. Get the Unify. Set up the campsite. And it just went all downhill from there, really. <laughs> beer after beer, made a wizard stick that was taller than me. Yeah, that was a very big wizard stick. And then, uh, you know, Friday comes around, Philip pulls up. Stoked as all beans to see him, as I'm currently sitting there devouring beers like they're going out of fashion. <laughs> you know, catch catch the Friday bands, spectacular. Saturday comes around, I wake up and I'm boiling hot. So I go for a little lap around the campsite, and then all of a sudden I get cold. So I go into the tent, had a, had a bit of a nap, started to overheat, so I had a fan blazing on me. And then a couple of people at the campsite said, oh, you should really go get checked out by the medical team. So I did a quick little rat test before I left, came back negative. Went to the medical tent, they did a little blood sugar thing, that was fine. Then they said, oh, you know, you seem fine. I said, well, I'm not. You know, I'm white as a ghost. And then they reckoned I had COVID and politely asked me to leave. Bastards. And so I get dropped off at the nearest train station, probably an hour away. No clue where I'm going. Who took you to yeah. that train station, by the way? Uh, my good friend Maddie and her boyfriend Brody. Nice. And then, you know, I'm standing at the station. I thought, when's the next train coming? Find out there's no trains coming. Spectacular. So I get on the first bus. I didn't know where I was going, so I asked some geezer next to me. I said, hey, mate, 
uh, wake me up when I get to this location. Instantly fall asleep. Nice. Next minute, he's shaking me, going, Oi, mate, you better wake up. Your stop's next. So I wake up. I hop off the bus. And lo and behold, there's Mr. David Fleetwood sitting in the car <laughs> waiting for me to get picked up. And this like is the first time you guys have met, right? Yeah. That was the first time we've ever met. Amazing. Yeah. My parents, my parents always told me don't get in cars with strangers, but <laughs> I mean, I just couldn't resist myself. <laughs> I feel like we've probably spoken enough to kind of break the ice a little bit, but you were in a bad way. Yeah, mate. I was knocking on, I was knocking on death's door at that point. Yeah, so he put you in the study with the with the, with the records. Yep, that I... green haze chasing ghost uh, yep. wouldn't fit in my backpack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you slept, you slept it off, and you're you're a, much better the next day, mate. I was like the second coming of Jesus. I just popped back <laughs> right up. Offered him I... some breakfast. He opted to get some Subway DoorDashed or Ubered or whatever. Almost lost yeah. it to Darcy, who was like one and a half at the time. Yeah. He was shaping up to him because he could eat anything. <laughs> Shout out to Darcy, who's almost taller than me when he was one and a half. <laughs> that was one of the craziest uh, weekends I've ever witnessed another person like go on. Um I mean, I think we did, it's fair to say. What did you eat that weekend? <laughs> I didn't eat anything, mate, until Dave forcefully took me to McDonald's. Um, I remember I got there on the Friday because you were there on the Thursday. Wizard stick, taller than me. Um, the whole campsite was pretty cooked, I'm not going to lie. Um, and you just were like, <laughs> you just weren't all there. <laughs> and I was like, what, have you, you got to get some food, mate. Like, let's have some water. And he's like, fucking, I don't need it. I'm fine. I'm drinking my great northerns. I said, like, right, what, "What have you eaten?" He said, "On the way here, I got a double quarter pounder, uh, and that's yeah, all I've on eaten." On the way to the airport in Sydney, <laughs> I'm like, "You're fucking joking." And then I remember the flood relief payments came through. <laughs> you were like, "Thank you, New South Wales government," because <laughs> uh, because the Central Coast was getting hit. <laughs> and, um, and then you, I'd never seen a man drink so many beers. Um, my heart broke for you on the Saturday, though. Uh, yeah, and I thought I was... your mates were leaving with you when they left. No, no. Um, it was just basically it's just a kiss and drop. I didn't realize. Um, and then I remember I didn't, I couldn't get a hold of anyone because the service in Tau and Lower is pretty shocking. Um, and then I finally got service on the sun, Saturday, no, Sunday morning. And I think I spoke to you on the phone, Dave, while you were asleep, Jackson. You, you called me at 7 a.m. <laughs> I was like, where is this cunt? Like, what's going on? You're like, he's in my study. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure the cunt has COVID. <laughs> no, I, I even did another rat test once I got to Dave's house because he's like, yeah, yeah, you're sleeping in the study or he's sleeping outside. <laughs> no, I know? just wanted to make sure because we still hadn't had it yet. And I got it that weekend, but I didn't get it from you, Jackson. How the hell does that happen? You die. <laughs> I thought you like, you looked like, oh, I can't even re-explain how, how bad you looked. I'm sorry. You, you, got, you guys should have done it. You guys should have done a weekend at Bernie's with me. Just you know, prop me up on some rope. You had a wizard stick sitting there. <laughs> you really want us to do weekend at? Uh, just weekend imagine that. You know, Jackson's. you're tall enough. You could have just got the wizard stick. Stick me in the middle of the pit. Just wave me arms and legs around. Watch me go. Um, what a story! I think that's 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 a that's a story. That's an edit right there, Dave. We can we can make yeah. a, a little movie out of that. Yeah, we could. <laughs> um, 
But we're talking about stories, so we you miss that show because um, stories would have broken up probably before you got into them, like more so. Yeah, so they broke up just after I started listening to them. Yeah, and so they like they played a um, a festival on the coast with, like Trophy Eyes back in the day, but of course, nice. me being too young, didn't get to go to it. Um, but we did get to go to them when they did that little run of shows after Unify. Um, one crowbar. of my favorite shows of last year too. Yeah, that guy, that that show was absolutely mental. Like that little guy at the front doing like vocals, he was just nuts. Um, so that guy was a highlight of that show. Yeah, hundred um, percent. You should have seen this guy, Dave. The smallest looking dude, curly headed guy. The only one in the room wearing a face mask. I was like, what is going on here? He's at the barrier, absolutely loving life. And then he did mm. a few mic grabs, and he was like. Because that fucking CJ from Fire up there, like he was fucking that good. <laughs> oh, nice! I couldn't believe it. Um, the second memory I had from that show was that big dude that I thought was going to kill you in the pit. <laughs> Mate, there's a lot of big people in the pit that look like they're going to kill me. That this guy Dave was like the Hulk, and yeah. it wasn't like he was just doing windmills. <laughs> it, it, you'd think that he was like digging for gold. How hard he was coming down, like he was crazy. <laughs> Never witnessed anything like it. Me and, the, me and the pit's basically just like little Mighty Mouse. <laughs> I just get up and just keep Jimmy going. Jimmy Crickets. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Ducking and weaving. <laughs> but they had good stories that night. Oh, mate, that was spectacular. That was definitely in the top three gigs of last year. And this is your favourite um, song of, the, of, of theirs? Oh, I couldn't really pick a favourite, but it's just... I just like it so much. Like The whole album just slaps. Yeah. I think it was really when I was listening to the playlist and this song came on, I was almost ready for the next like three songs on the record because they mm. flow so well. And then it like, didn't come, but it was fine <laughs> because the next song was, I think, just as good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's Modern Baseball. Tell us about that, Jackson. Uh, I've been a Modern Baseball fan since like 2016. You know, didn't get the them when they came here to Australia. And then, of course, they break up after. Just my luck. But... This just this one song just resonates to me. Like it's just one of those songs that just gets you in the feels. Yeah. So I just can't um, wait for that vinyl to come. I, I was super lucky to see them when they came to Australia on that tour. I saw them at Falls Festival. Yeah. And then I went to their show at the court um, at Billboards like a few days later, and then they broke up like a few weeks after that, and I was so pissed because <laughs> I just got yeah. into the band. Yeah, like I was watching a YouTube video the other day from their Sydney set, and I was like, "Damn, I wish I really went to this. I wish I was like a little bit older." But you know, you win some, you lose some. I've been thinking a lot about like some of the bands on this list, um, and how like you probably missed a lot of them in in their like well, kind of in their peak, but there's still some yeah. still around. Um, but I think because you're you're so tuned in with you know new music as well, I think in like five ten years time you're going to be looking back on those gigs, like, I'm glad I was there. I think it's just a cycle, 100%. right? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. yeah cool. So the next song on the list is In Hearts Wake, Survival, The Circuit. Really, like, early days in Hearts Wake. They've kind of changed a bit since then. So tell us about that one. Oh, mate, just divination. Just It's just chef's kiss, just perfect. And, you know, them announcing that 10-year anniversary show, I'd say if I miss that, that's it. I'm leaving the scene. 
No, you fucking not. Mate, <laughs> take your art yeah. with you. <laughs> I will, mate. I'll take the eight copies with me and just float down the river. Um, but just divination, just perfect. There's just no skips. Have you listened to it, Dave? Yeah, I used to have a copy on vinyl, the first press. Hmm. Yeah. Have you listened like, to it, Phil? I listened to it today. Well, about time, isn't it? Had you um, not listened to it before? Never in my life had I listened to oh, it. Oh, really? I got into oh. In Heart's Wake through the Earthwork, Earthwalker Sky Dancer 2, or yep. the Duality, whatever they call it. Yep. Um, who's on that? There's an Amity feature on that, I'm pretty sure. On one of them. There's Winston and... Joel Birch. I think Joel, Joel's yeah. on... Yeah, I think I found it through that, because I'm a big Amity, Amity fan my, like since I've been around, really. Um, and I listened to those two records, and then I think Ark was just about to come out. And Ark was trash, so I just never went back <laughs> and listened to anything. Nah, you're sleeping on Ark, mate. It's also such am. a good record. Ark's fine. Ark's not the worst. I just, yeah. But I never went back and listened to Divination, and I listened to this song, and I was like, what the fuck? This, this is heavy. so hard. It's so really heavy, heavy, man. The, the breakdown's just so sick, like Killing Frenzy, just gets you just one of the spin kick people and just throw windmills left, right, and center. It was super surprising how heavy it was. Um, and well written, really mm. good, well written, like metalcore, even deathcore at some po- at some parts. To be honest, yeah, there's yeah. some definitely like heavier bits in like the songs. But then, like you look at the new, you look at the new stuff today, and it's just not really the same. Yeah, I yeah. think what killed it, for, what killed it, especially in Hearts Wake for me, was how they performed Ark and how kind of the cleans just didn't translate very well in a live sense. So yeah, it um, kind of left a bit to be desired. I saw them at um, Full Tilt last last year, the year before, whenever Full Tilt was, and their live show is still really great. The visuals and everything yeah. are, are awesome. So they've kind of tuned that in. But unfortunately, the new songs aren't, aren't as good now, but they've still got that back catalogue to kind of lean on in the live setting. Yeah. So you should have a one hell of a time in those those anniversary shows mate it's gonna be spectacular it's just a suck it's uh, it's such a stacked bill like gloom in the corner and diamond construct and i think you're missing the the best band playing on that bill and who's that philip straight from the path let's go oh that's right yeah how can i forget they'll be epic i'm I'm going for them and then i might go home (laughs) of course you would (laughs) So I'll pull, I'll pull Jackson. I'll call Dave to come pick me up and be like, man, <laughs> yeah. I need some help, bro. I'm on yeah, my Dave. way. I'll meet you at the bus stop at Dandenong. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm keen for that. I'm going to give the album a bit more time. Uh, that's going to be a really good show. And I love Stray, so um, I'll be going to that show anyway. Yeah, it's going to be such a sick show. Yeah. And Gloom are good too. So, mm. yeah. That'd be, that'd be sick. Well, let's get into that track. We'll give it a play and a few others, and we'll see you on the other side. Too easy. Oh, yeah. 
top of the list uh we listened to in hearts wake survival the circuit that we spoke to earlier followed up by real thing by turnstile and then resonate by scars of faded another scars of faded songs two songs in the top 10 um for you at the moment talk us through turnstile first mate turnstile what a band recently saw them on thursday and they played real things and I was going absolutely nuts. Like, that is my favourite Turnstile song. And just finally getting to see it live after numerous years of waiting was just... I couldn't take the smile off my face. That was a really... This is a really fun song, I think. It's, like, one of the heavier ones, I would say, that they played. Mm. Um, it's just so, like... Yeah, it's got so much energy. And like I said, I didn't see you in the pit, but I can imagine you were somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah. It was just spectacular, especially with like, the lead up as well. And then just like going straight into it. Did they play uh, it early or was it like in the middle? Because I know it it's was like the opener. Second, to... second song. Oh, yes, nice. Was so it the second really... song? I thought yeah. it was later. No, it was just after Mystery. Fuck. Or should I, I say was... third song after Whitney Houston? Yeah. Um, Whitney Houston? They, they played yeah. it first, like the whole song. What they covered it? 
No, just played. Oh, just, played just the MP3. Yeah, yeah. LimeWire. <laughs> but it wasn't like they just played it on the house speakers. They like played it loud and turned all the lights like they were coming on. It was like a planned thing. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I didn't know it was the thing. <laughs> um, I'm keen to ask on Turnstile because I like Time and Space and that's all I'd really listen to before Glow On. Um, so those two records are really all I have. I mean, I'm just keen to get your opinion on Turnstile and where they've come from. Like, do you guys like the change in the direction they've, they've kind of gone in with the last record? Or so I know you guys are much more traditional Turnstile fans than I am. Dave, you can go first. <laughs> really? <laughs> I actually um, only really, like, I listened to Time and Space when it came out in, like, 2018. And then it didn't really click for me. And then yeah. I think it was probably, like... 18 months before uh, Glow On came out, I started listening to them again and mm. really started to kind of put some more time into it and started to appreciate it a bit more. But mm. I, I do think you can hear there's a there's a lot of uh, like signs of Glow On in time and space for sure. Yeah, and I think that's probably my that'd be my second. I like the I do like the new the progression they've gone into. Um, but like, yeah, it's a, they're, they're pretty close for me, time and space and glow on really that close. Yeah. And I, th- I do like some of their earlier stuff cause there's a bit more of like emphasis on like, like the bass in the background and stuff like that as well. So yeah, one of my favorite songs is actually from, um, not step to rhythm, uh, pressure to succeed. So mm. yeah, I think it's all pretty good. Talking about their bassist is fucking unreal. Yeah. Like he really stole is, the show yeah. for me. Like he's so good at bass. Um, I was just watching him the whole time. I couldn't take my eyes off him. So good. That drum solo was pretty good that they did. But oh, yeah, the drum solo was great. A little bit too long in my opinion, but <laughs> yeah, you can't throw down when there's a drum solo, can you? Vegas <laughs> can't be choosers, can you? So what about um, you, Jackson? So where where does like do you like glow on as much as time and space or or do you like that direction? Um, I don't mind it to be honest with you, but it's good to see that they're getting like they're getting a wider reach of audience, especially off um, Glow On. You know, becoming more of a mainstream band, getting played on like Triple J, and you know, getting headline festivals and shows and all that jazz. But Time and Space just has like a special spot in my heart. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was really funny though the crowd. Um. It wasn't even like an Amity crowd now where, you know, Amity's gone a bit more mainstream or, or something like that. We were, we were joking beforehand that where did all the people, like they lost their way to the Fred again concert. <laughs> I think that's what it kind of felt like. Yeah. A lot of fucking corduroy hats, a lot of like surfer dudes. And I it couldn't was just tell really... what a hardcore show or a bloody fashion show. <laughs> it was a very different crowd. I didn't expect it, but um, yeah, I, I, really, I, like, I think Glow One's like one of the best records of the last five, 10 years. Yeah, it's gonna stay. It's it's gonna make its mark, and what it did for me is really open me up to bands like Quicksand, who've pretty much done the same thing Turnstile have done, but kind of twenty years twenty years before. What? Yeah, Turnstile or Turnstile? Turnstile. <laughs> <laughs> but really opened me up to some of those bands that kind of paved the way for for them. And as you said, a lot of surfers like I get some like punk surf punk vibes from from glow on as well it's just mm. it's just upbeat like some hardcore you can kind of 
it'll be like rinse and repeat where there's you go on a bit of an adventure with glow on so i'm really glad that they've kind of put that out i'm interested to see where they go next because that's that's going to be the big question i've been Mm. thinking about that a lot this week i feel for bands that have to follow up records like that yeah um and I feel like regardless of what's going to happen, they're going to cop some shit because someone's not going to be happy. Um, and it's going to be super interesting to, interesting to see what direction they go in. Um, but I think this glow on so accessible. I mean, this isn't new information to anyone, Yeah. but it just has got everything. Um, well, it's just it's, such an it's easy, fantastic. it's just such a, like an easy listening. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not like sitting there, you know, screaming your ear off, you know, you can bust a boogie to it or you can just sit there and just jam out. Mm-hmm. It's just a sing-along record too, to be honest. There's a lot yeah. of like crowd singing. Um, yeah. Um, and I will say, I think Mystery might be one of the best openers mm. of all time. Like that song just gets me so hyped every time. Especially like that little intro. Oh, fuck. It just is like one of my favorite songs of um, of last year, I think. Last year? No, two years ago now. Fuck. Two years. Yeah, ago two now. years. It's an old album now. And they're still I'm pressing the, the absolute shit out of that thing. Like it's still getting presses after presses and... It's just going to be one of those albums that's going to be have to be like constantly in print, and you like two years later, it's unheard of unless you're like Taylor Swift or something like that. Talking about Taylor Swift, one hundred and fifteen thousand copies for her record store day. Yeah, she just sold a million, a million yeah. vinyl. Well, I know she had like a heap of variants last year, but yeah. her record store day seven inch from last year was ten thousand. Yeah. So 115, I swear to God, if Australia don't get more than 10, I'm fucking like, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Anyways, um, Jackson, the second Scars of Faded song, two in 10. Uh, why this song? Well, you know, it's just an older track by them and it just has such like a reverend where, you know, you can bust out a filthy two-step and, you know, just enjoy it. Like, it's such a different sound, you know. Just from like straight off the bat, like that filthy guttural to begin it, and then yeah. just you have like the upbeat, and then just go straight to like a filthy breakdown. I just love it. And um, are you saying you still talk to the boys occasionally? Um, yeah. Do you reckon they'll ever come back for a, like a one-off show or something? Mate, I've been begging them for the last like <laughs> what four years, and uh, they just keep saying no. So I guess just pack it up and call it a day. What about their other projects? Like, do, do they still... You said a couple of the others have other bands and stuff. Do they... Um, yeah. Are they comparable to Scars of Faded or are they a bit uh, different? They're definitely different. Um, I'm not too sure about the band's name. I know they're only new. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. absolutely blanking on the band's name, but the guitars from Scars of Faded plays with them. And, like, you know, they're getting somewhere. Yeah, I haven't nice. played a gig yet, but they're releasing some new music soon. Sweet. Um, cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed them. Um, and I hope that, yeah, maybe they do play a show one day because I'll go to that. I think it'd be pretty Hopefully. cool. Maybe if I win the, uh, maybe if I win Powerball. Yeah, just tell them, <laughs> hey, I'll give you fucking 50 grand to come play the show. 50? <laughs> 10? Oh, yeah. Oh, 10. <laughs> yeah, play in ten, my backyard. Good. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, sweet. So the next song, um, that we're going to play is, I'm keen to hear the stories on this one. Um, Copathetic by Hypercolor. Yippee. Come on. Where's the excitement? We're playing Copathetic by Hypercolor. Jackson, talk to us about that song. 
Oh, mate, Hypercolor. What a band. <laughs> few Central Coast boys. They started this band just before COVID. Only lasted maybe like a year and a bit and then packed it up and called it a day. But our good friend, uh, Martin Phillips, Nathan, was the drummer for them. Yeah. And we were chatting to him the other day and he said, don't put this in. So, you know, you got to make sure you put it in and show the homie some love. It is a really good track. And I kind of um, obviously found them through you. And obviously um, when I met when I met Nathan, um, it's good shit. They, like, mate, it's, it's, you're still a pretty fresh band. Like, pick it up again. Yeah. Um, I think, like, a couple of the boys ended up having problems with each other and they're yeah, not really on talking terms. But I'll um, definitely be happy to see if, like, Nathan gets into, like, another project because he definitely has um, some potential. He's good on drums. I like the drums mm. in this track, for sure. Yeah, it's spectacular. Did you like the song, Dave? Yeah, it was good. I'd never heard of them yeah, I'm not sure if you guys had bought them up or I've missed them, but yeah, it was flowed really well. The drummy, as you guys said, is really good too. So, um, yeah, I was going to ask that question in the background, but you filled it in. So, if you're listening, Nathan, does he listen? Um, I'll make sure he listens to this one. <laughs> Shout out to Of course Nathan. he listens, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> well, Number one fan. Yeah. If you're, uh, if you're out there and you need a drummer, hit up Nathan. That's it. Absolutely. Well, Big Papa Dewey, he'll uh, sort you out. Big Papa Dewey is going to be like hype man only. Yeah. He just needs to find a band that's just going to do like breakdowns and instrumentals and he can just get on stage and be like, what the fuck is up, Denny's? Let's go. That's all he wants to do. (laughs) At the start of every song. What's up, Central Coast Leagues Club? Open (laughs) this up. Oh, man. Well, let's play Hypercolor. Uh, Hypercolor is copathetic. Um, and then, yeah, a few more songs on the other side. Let's go.
so damn smart and trusting Don't say that you weren't warned I'm so dangerous So at the top we had Hypercolor Copathetic, so we've already spoken about that. Uh, then we had Kublai Khan TX with Boom Slang and Trophy Color. Trophy Color? Trophy Color, <laughs> let's trophy go! Sent. Let's go! Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll start that again. No, let's keep it going. All right, <laughs> let's keep it going. So, Jackson, tell us about Kublai Khan. Kublai Khan, Stroof. That's that song, Boom Slang, it just gets you going. You know, the filthy breakdown, just the big fuck you in there. I remember seeing him at Newcastle and Sydney, and it was just jaw-dropping. That yeah, was, was a pretty a, great week of shows. It was such a different vibe, you know, especially being like a small room in Newcastle and then going to like Factory Theatre. But both times it was just exceptional. Kobe Khan just killed it. They almost could have headlined that show. They supported Justice um, and Sanction, who I know we've spoken to on the pod, Dave, were there. Mm-hmm. This was a great tour. Most definitely was. I reckon that was probably gig of the year last year. You reckon? Nice. Yeah. Um, and you, you met him before the show. You got that photo. That's I become did. your profile picture. Yeah. Such a handsome that man like? that he is. Wish I could grow a moustache like that. <laughs> um, did you talk to him? Yeah, we had like a quick chat. He was like, oh, what's up, man? I'm like, oh, not much. I'm like, I saw you in Newcastle last time. He goes, oh, thank you, brother. I really appreciate it. I'm like, no, thank you for coming out here. Nicest guys. Yeah, most definitely. Um, And was this your favorite song of the the set? Uh, Yeah, I would have to say so because, you know, in Newcastle, I was right at the front since it was only a small stage. And then, you know, a moment after the breakdown came, I just got up on stage and just flipped off it. Yeah, you were flipping off the uh, factory theater stage. Like, right. I've never seen that photo of you, like, flipping is so good. Yeah, it's absolutely pearl away. Um, they were one of the best bands I saw last year for sure, I think. Oh, Sorry, Dave, I know you wanted to see them, but. I know, but I've been sleeping on them for a while, so it's my own fault. Um, I actually, I don't know how or why, but it was only until they, like, you guys started talking about them coming out that I actually gave them a proper listen and yeah. they're like really good. Well, their EP didn't grow on me. Their last album, um, Absolute, I really rated, but the EP I didn't love, love. I think mm-hmm. the opening track on that EP is like a 15 out of 10, but the rest of the songs oh, maybe. Oh, the old, good old swan song. Yeah. That's a great opener too. Yeah. Ripper. I Yeah, Absolute's a standout for me, I think, from what I've listened to. Like you've got bit of everything it's just um and it's just i don't know what it is it's just not would you say they're, they're metalcore or are they like hardcore i have, like, uh, I have no, no idea i reckon they're a bit of a mixed bill you know 50 50 yeah. you get a bit of you get a bit of everything from that album as well so like if yeah if you're into metalcore you'd like it if you're into hardcore or punk hardcore whatever it's got a bit of everything for you it's not just like genetic like cookie cutter kind of Music yeah. they really like push like, themselves. He's like, his pit call that's absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Like turns on like a throw molly. Yeah. yeah. He he is a very good frontman too. Mm. Like he's nuts. 
Um, so, um, heaven sent. Well, boys, here we go. Trophy eyes. Not even the last song. I was surprised this wasn't the last song. Me too. Look, mate, I was going to put the whole Chemical Miracle just in the playlist, but then I thought, nah, I don't want to simp too much. <laughs> so I just picked my favorite Trophy Eyes song. That band is just spectacular. I saw them four times last year, and each show was just phenomenal, especially at Unify when they played Chemical Miracle in full. Just amazing. Uh, is this your favorite band? Oh, yeah, I'd definitely say they're definitely my favorite band, yeah. especially having, what, like four copies of Chemical Miracle with plenty nice. more to come. Nice. Um, in a couple couple of weeks, I'm seeing them up at Newcastle at the old uh, Supercars. Oh, that's right. It's supercars. Yeah, they're playing at the Newcastle 500 with like Hilltop Hoods. And I oh, thought, man. you know, I, don't, I couldn't give two rats about buddy sitting there watching cars go around in circles all day. So I was like, eh, I'll just go just for trophy eyes and go home. They're just going to play a whole set of Friday Forever and then leave. Oh, I wouldn't <laughs> complain. Um, sit there and uh, sit there and roundhouse kick some uh, rednecks. I love hearing, I think um, Chemical Miracle is one of those albums that I think everyone just kind of loves. Um, yeah. And I think it's just, it's such an emotional record. Uh, and I always love hearing people's favorite songs from it because I think everyone I've met nearly has a different one. Uh, what is it about Heaven Sent that does it for you? I don't know. It's just one of the, it's just stands out. Like, you know, you got the lay your heads on my shoulders and it's just, just sad, I guess. Like yeah. it's just one of those yeah. songs that like, it just gets you in the mood, especially when you're having a shitty day. Yeah. It's funny how like shitty songs or sad songs make you feel good when you're sad. Mm, most definitely. <laughs> I still can't explain it, but um, new music this year, though, you reckon? Oh, mate, new album this year, they reckon. Yeah. So we'll I see. better start saving my pennies up. Yeah. You're going to VC it, are you? I'm trying to. <laughs> I still got the half-finished Chemical Miracle sitting there. How many more do you need? Uh, three. It's not too you know, bad. I've got one, I've got one yeah. of them, and I probably will give it up to you if I, if you don't find it. But yeah, I think you should. I've given you enough over the past twelve months. <laughs> I also gave you a really fucking nice perspectives record that I could have sold for a grand, Jackson. <laughs> oh, mate, I don't, even, I don't even make a grand a week. It's <laughs> like six months of pay right there. <laughs> Come on, six, six months of pay. <laughs> um. Trophy Eyes are really interesting to me, like the the way that Chemical Miracles being like received overseas, not just in Australia. Like it's it's like loved across the board. So mm. I don't know if the American Dream hits as hard. I think like musically, you can tell there's a bit of a change, and obviously lyrically, it's just it's a bit more like fun and a bit more. What's the word I'm thinking of? It's like adolescent in a way where he's like yeah like some of the stories he tells in some of those songs are just like like bratty almost yeah most definitely like a a lot of people hate on like american dream but i still like it i reckon it's great well it's as he was um someone you say dave i i just i i got in i got back into them through american dream but i then developed more of a love for chemical miracle because of 
the feeling behind it. I just, I don't know if it doesn't feel genuine to me, the American dream, as much as really? Chemical Miracle does. Yeah. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that. I'm okay. not trying to like convince you otherwise. That's fine. Um, but I think, I mean, being a Trophy Eyes fan for a long time, um, I just think John was in a different part of his life when he wrote The American Dream. Like, it's nearly a love letter in a lot of ways. A lot of ways, you know, he found his new girlfriend, um, who he's still with today. Whereas before that, he was like, you, 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 it kind of felt like he could die any minute. Like, he was that kind of artist mm-hmm. in the scene where Volatile. he'd probably fucking party way too hard. He's almost like Brendan from Counterparts in Australia. That's what I'd almost put it down to. Like, he's on the edge that you, I felt personally as a fan that he was going to like drop it at any minute and just be okay. like, call it a day. Um, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Uh, but I think live, the American Dream slaps just as hard as Chemical Miracle. Mm, 100%. Like even the different, new stuff different on the that record. they've done now, that new stuff's definitely spectacular. Yeah. But then saying, oh, you know, I'm a big sim. They could just sit there in silence for probably a whole hour and I'd still buy it. <laughs> well, I think I, I, every, every time I saw you last year, Jackson, you were either wearing Speed merch or John Floriani in Trophy Eyes merch. <laughs> Team mate, that's that's literally the whole wardrobe besides like two work shirts and that lovely t shirt you're wearing right and now. And that press yeah. conference podcast t shirt. Last song, yeah. So, trench knife, don't fuck with the knife. Ending it with an absolute perler trench knife, Sydney hardcore. Saw them. Um, when was the first time I saw them? I think I saw them actually at the Kubar Khan geek for the first time. And um, they just blew me away. Like I, used, I was listening to them for like a hot minute and then never really got to any of their gigs. And then seeing them at Kubar Khan because they filled in for Honest Cooks and that was just spectacular. And then I caught them at the back end of last year at the Burdekin and that was just nuts. You know, I was kind of bummed when... I was kind of bummed when Honest Crooks pulled out of that show because I used to love Honest Crooks. I haven't listened to them as much lately, but their new record I really like. Yeah. Um, but Trench Knife like blew my mind. Like they were amazing. Yeah, they're absolutely like, nuts. Like they could have, you know, in a few years it wouldn't surprise me if they're like supporting the main support rather than mm. opening the bill. Like they're that good, I think. 100%. Like I saw them at the Burdekin in like the small tiny room upstairs and that was just wild, like, the whole room was basically just a pit, and then I. They're just them. a throwdown band, really. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah. then I recently called them at um opening for Comeback Kid and Drain, where I did a cheeky guestie, and that was fun. Fuck yeah! Year of the uh the the microbes, Jackson. That's it. Just um, just warming myself up for this episode, you know, <laughs> building up that confidence. That's good. I love it. I mean, it's fucking a hard song to end with, but I think um, if we know anything about you, Jackson, is you love to pit. So that's um, it. I might even just throw down on camera. Fucking do it, do it. <laughs> Why not? Wait, what have I got to lose? There'll be no. Uh, there's no patron to show us off on. That's what you think. Yeah. Oh Jesus. <laughs> I, put I, better put, I better put some pants on then. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I love it. It's a great track. They're like uh, like Sydney's AWOL almost. Yeah, pretty much. Like they just awesome, oh, they're harder mate. than AWOL, I reckon. And they're such nice guys as well. Like they ended up giving me um, 
door spots for the Combat Kid and Drain Gig. I'm and, spewing I fucking didn't go to that. Yeah, they were just so bubbly. And then at Turnstile, um, Michael, the guitarist from there, Trench Knife was there, and he comes up and just gives me like a big hug out of nowhere. And so, man, he was just like throwing down the pit and just loving life, really. I think um, the bands love it, I reckon. Like every time I go to a gig, you know, the bands get around you. Yeah. Um, yeah, they love seeing fucking the regulars in the pit going, going hard yeah. for them. Familiar faces. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Um, what a good, what a playlist. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> tried, tried my best. Do you have fun, Jackson? That's all we're here for. Mate, this is probably, this is up there. Top 10 moments of my life. You've been very well behaved. I'm actually really surprised. Yeah. I thought no, we could no, be a bit more. Uh, I didn't um, want to cancel to you guys. <laughs> oh, I don't think you wanted to get cancelled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look, I could just imagine now Wednesday morning, Silly Goose Club. <laughs> Trigger warning at Jackson. Can't believe Jackson this said book. what? <laughs> <laughs> just a big transcript of everything I've said. Don't worry. You, I don't think, oh, I mean, you probably could say some pretty whack things, but. You're not as dumb as that dumb fuck who stormed the stage in Adelaide on Friday. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, what an idiot. Absolute yeah. knob jockey. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do jump, that. Jump over the barrier and back into the crowd if you're going to do it. Oh, yeah, do what that guy, that poor... Oh. Do what that poor guy oh. did at speed. <laughs> he that, was, in, he like, that was shocking. Jumped into face, a hole. Face plant into a fucking barrier. He was like a dog trying to run through like a glass door. You know what the funniest thing was about that video was uh, Dennis on stage looked at him and then was like, "I just gotta keep playing." <laughs> <laughs> like, how could you like? You couldn't miss it. Like the big thud. Oh man, that was loud. Um, and all, all he did was like dislocate his shoulder. Like he, he came out pretty, pretty. Is that all happened to him? Yeah. Fuck. I kind of wish I could have gone to that show, but I had a good night anyway. So. You know, I know they say Red Bull gives you wings, but, you know, once you mix it with vodka, you lose your wings and it's downhill from there. Um, so what's next, Jackson? What, what gigs have you got coming up? Um, um, what, what have you got on your radar? Oh, I might, uh, might pull up the one step closer on Friday if I get a ticket. Get a ticket. Fuck, I'm going solo, so. And that, that, yeah, you shouldn't, have, you shouldn't have slept on that, Jackson. It's going to yeah, be pretty look, epic. You know me. I like my sleep. <laughs> but I think after that, my next gig is uh, actually my cam. Oh, that's going to be gig of the year. Oh, I can't it. wait to stand there with a bunch of boomers going, when I was a young boy. A bunch you know, of thoughts. Like, Elder emos. <laughs> yeah. Elder emos. I'm, I'm so fucking keen. Dave, you've got to get a ticket to the Friday in Melbourne. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. I might just dress um, like every Tom, Dick, and Harry and get the hair straightened out and the black eyeliner. Yeah. Just blend so, in. Uh, fuck or just you start, don't. Just start there won't be any job. windmills there, Jackson. Oh, mate. I'll make a windmill. Just chuck some headphones in and play my playlist. <laughs> fucking hell. That is a grim picture. Seeing you at the fucking back of the pit doing some like spin kicks while you're listening to fucking Don't Fuck With The Knife. <laughs> Send them back into retirement. All I, all I do know is that, like, talking about the Mike Kim gig, I am going to, I'm actually driving down to, to Melbourne for that one now, Dave. I'm not flying. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be, I'm going to be tired, overtired. I'm going to be emotional <laughs> and uh, I might end up like Jackson did at Unify, but we'll see what happens. 
Mate, it'd be an honour if you end up like me at Unify. Oh, I know. That was nearly me last night, to be honest, but I made it home. <laughs> Mate, nothing beats the old Philip Snapchats of him doing karaoke. How do I sound, by the way? Obviously, my voice now is a bit cooked. Spectacular. But... Get this man on Australia. He's got talent. Bit of love story, a bit of blank space. No? Dave, don't Mate. look at me like that. What the fuck, I, man? <laughs> I couldn't hear it because, like, I was watching the video and it, it, it just made my head spin. It gave me a headache. Yeah, fuck Zing. It. Headache's way too easy. I'm sick of hearing it. <laughs> maybe we should go get that checked out, Dave. Yeah, yeah. maybe it's a tumor. It's not it's a tumor. Not a, not a tumor. <laughs> go get yourself a CT scan. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Is there anything um, you want to plug, Jackson? Oh, Dave, uh, trying to move us along. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of things I want to plug. First of all, I want to plug out the press conference podcast. If you don't listen oh. to them, you're a yuppie. Oh, thanks. Second of all, shout out to Cowboy Visuals. Oh, there we awesome go. Awesome Sydney photographer. If you need work done, hit him up. And last but not least, shout out to Neptura Arts. Oh, nice. If you know, you know. Um, we'll plug them um, in our feeds through the week as well. Um, Fantastic. But yeah, great shout outs. Well, that's pretty much it for me. Cool. Nice. Well, thanks, Jackson. Thanks for everyone for listening. Um, the playlist was great. Thank you again for coming on. No, and doing thank the you intro. for having me. Yeah, thank did the you intro. for having me. I was honoured. <laughs> Um, as usual, you can uh, find us on uh, Facebook and Instagram at press.con.pod. Uh, please leave a review and a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts because that's really important. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have the Press Conference Society Facebook group. So um, give us a join on there. Uh, we'll and, we might actually, the and we might actually post some funnies from this episode because I think we, there's some funnies that we got off, off yeah. um, what we're going to cut in <laughs> Yep, there'll be some uh, there'll be some clips from this week's episode. We'll try and get some more for for future stuff. I've got a little uh, I've got a little treasure trove of open of, the vault. Yeah, I've got the vault ready to go. And <laughs> as always, we love to hear feedback. So that's a perfect place for you guys to ask us questions, yeah. start up a debate, or um, call us out if you really want to. Uh, we love all facets of of music conversations, and that's why we do this. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, thanks for getting through another one. No, appreciate it. And I think, um, yeah, go to the go to the society. Um, we're gonna like reach out to get some ideas and and kind of try and do what you guys want us to do. In a way, you know, we've got our ideas, but they might be bad ideas. So um, get involved. We want to hear from you. So we'll get into trench knife. Don't fuck with the knife. Thanks, Jackson. Ooh. No, thank you for having me. And I we'll really see you on the next it. one. Love you, Big Papa Dewey. Love you too, guys. Adios. See ya. Woo!